on the table. Why so serious? Ah. Did you know we're only just a speck of dust, according to the new found picture that they have of the nebulous Cosmo? Oh my god, that photo. Right. And remember no judgment, no hesitation, no filter, and just lay it all on the table. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to Lay It on the Table, another episode for you this Thursday evening. Whichever you are listening to, I know the intro was kind of weird, but we're working with what we got. And that's me. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, there's only two hoes in this table right now. And let me introduce myself. My name is Therese. And my name is Mark. There's literally just the two of us today. Exactly. (laughs) This is something different for us, you know? This just became like a two-person... We've never done a two-people episode. We've never, yeah. Because we've never come to that. Yeah. Yeah, but Erica and and Eduardo got booted off the show because they're enjoying their own sweet-ass honeymoon in Europe right now. So you know what? We're enjoying ourselves right here right now. Exactly. We're having so much fun. Woo! Some such so much easier setup, I'd say. I think we just keep it like this, you know? (laughs) We don't have to travel anywhere. We just stay home. We get to pull out our mic, start recording. And that's it. Yeah. It's a wham bam, you know? It's great. Anyway, you know how this (laughs) show goes. Only one person brings a topic to the table, even though I see Mark almost every day. (laughs) I still kept the topic from him because that's just how the code is. Top secret. Top secret. Anyway, let's go to our (laughs) first segment. Have you ever? Oh, yes. Hell no. Mm, Maybe. Have you ever been mistaken for someone who works at the store? Oh, this happens to me all the time. Really? <laughs> is, is it because you always um, look like... I work at Target. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're no. always dressed up. But maybe again, it, it depends. No, it, I mean, not all the time. Yeah. But it had, it had happened to me a couple of times where, you know, people... It was like, it was so, actually this, ha- this one incident happened at Pavilions, mm. actually. And this was back when I still wear scrubs every day. And, you know, we were, like our uniform was black scrubs. And I would go in there to like pick up lunch or something. And I remember clearly, and it had my name tag on from work. And I was wearing scrubs and clearly like this like lady just came up to me and asked me like where the bread section is. Uh. And I'm like girl like do, do I, I look, look like, like I, I work here, here? <laughs> <laughs> like I was full on wearing scrubs and everything so I was like uh, like I don't know where the bread is <laughs> check on our five girl <laughs> right I it recently just happened to me and it's one of those days where I'm like oh I'm gonna go to work and like dress up a little bit just like you know kind of um spice it up spice it up so I was wearing like a button-down shirt and pants and like boots or something like that Mm -hmm. and then it made me look like someone who worked at Ulta (laughs) (laughs) and then this girl who like came up to me was like excuse me do you know what's the best concealer for blah 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 is and I was like girl I can't even I don't even know what's the best concealer for me (laughs) gives them five shades darker (laughs) and I'm like someone someone assisted me but her name's this I'm like that person she doesn't even go here <laughs> who's that girl <laughs> right um, that's funny so how does it make you feel when someone 
mistakenly thinks that you work there? I mean, I feel like it happens to anybody. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like I, I can't really be offended about it or even think about it. So I'm kind of just like, you know, whatever. It's it is what it is. You'll just go on with our days. And- it happens. And sometimes if they ask me and this has happened to Target, like when I I'm wearing red, a red <laughs> shirt, people would come up to me. Excuse me, where is this aisle or this item? And yeah. I'll be like, well, actually, I kind of know the Target because it's the Target that we always go to. And I just tell them there. But then <laughs> I'm like, I don't work here, but it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Helpful individual. Right. How does it make you feel? Um, I do a double take on my outfit and I'll be like, valid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'll tell you where the respiratory chicken is. <laughs> right. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. With that said, let's go to our main topic. Okay. Mm. So recently, I feel like sometimes life kind of throws you a lot of things all at once. Yeah. Like, you know what they say? Like when it rains, it pours. Exactly. But my question for you is, how do you manage heart handling everything or juggling everything that is thrown at you without going crazy i go crazy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think like you know just if you know if things happen it really like it really all happened at once and you're just like are you fucking kidding me world right now or life yeah um the the moon is probably on retrograde or something is going on with the stars. Uh, but usually I like to analyze it better. It's just like lay it all out and then look at it one by one. You see what I did there? <laughs> uh, and, and just like analyze each problem. And then from then on, like, I guess, prioritize or like see which one that needs to be paid attention first. Yes. I guess that's prioritizing, right? Yeah. And then just like knocking them off one by one. Um, also, I kind of have sometimes this personality of like taking care of everything last minute at the end and everything still works out perfectly. And, you know, like sometimes if life just throws everything at you, you just you just wait until like you get to sort things out again. I know. It really is an art of handling everything at once because it's easier said than done Mm -hmm. to say you know what just just prioritize compartmentalize you know like you don't think about it right now think of another thing right now but you're like but i can't i can't stop thinking about it right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially if it's like big things that are happening in life you know Uh and it's so it feels i feel so helpless for example if i know something big is coming but you can't act on it right now. And it petrifies you into this paralysis state of where, like, I know I have to be doing something, but I can't do it yet, you mm-hmm. know? It's like the, you, there's nothing you can do about it for you to, like, take care or resolve, like, whatever was thrown at you. Yeah. Because it's like there's, like, this marinating season or time that you need to do for for this issue to get resolved. Yeah. One example I could say is that I remembered having to stress out about moving last year or something like that. It's like moving is always such a big hassle because there is this time period where in okay, I can't think about it right now because if you think maybe like 4 months ahead before you have to move, like all those places 
are not going to be available by the time you move in. So like there's just a sweet spot, sweet spot Spot. of just like a month to look into it, look at all the places. And from then on, just decide where you're going to move into. Mm -hmm. So you can't stress about like three months from now, two months from now, or maybe a little bit in two months, but just something to put in your horizon and kind of just like put it in the back burner. But yes. the thing is, your back burner is already full. It's like stress out about other things like car registration. Yeah, it's already <laughs> burning and all that. Um, so definitely what makes me helps me makes me sane is kind of focusing of what I can do right now or helping myself think of another thing Mm-hmm. to just distract myself from thinking of the big things that I need to worry about later on. I feel like I have this anxiety, anticipatory thing, anticipatory anxiety. We'll talk mm-hmm. about this in a later episode. And I just feel like I'm already thinking about a hundred things all at once. And it's my mind is just racing through a thousand thoughts a minute sometimes. And I'm like, hold on, I need to break. Yes. So... Because it's like, you know, like this is all needs to be taken care of and done. So like my question for you is like, how do you motivate yourself to like start at least the little things for you to keep going and not overwhelm yourself at the end and cram everything else towards like the last minute? I'll let you know when I find out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I mean, because I feel like, you know, that's that's the biggest part of it. For like an example that I can give was like... uh, you know, I know there's like a few things on my list that I know that I needed to do. And like one of them is like getting my driver's license. You haven't done that yet. I know. And I'm just like, you know, it's one of those things that you like just dread to do. Cause like, hey, going to DMV, getting your photo taken again. I'm like, I don't want to like, you and then have like, to do, how are what you driving? address I'm going to put in it? <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. I'm like, should I wait until we move until like, I get a new address? <laughs> Or do I just like move back to Northridge as or the, keep the Northridge address that I have? Yeah, uh, I'm just telling the whole people where I live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, mm, like I have like, and I know that like wherever we might end up next is probably not going to be something permanent that I'm going to have to like change it again. And addresses these days, like last for, I mean, address like IDs last for like four or five years. So it's like if I ever lose that. ID like if someone throws it in the mail to give it back to me like it's gonna get sent to like whatever address I'm giving at that time yeah um so oh, it's kind see, of like you're doing avoidance though because there's something that you're afraid to answer so you're putting it on hold because you don't know how to answer it yet so you're putting <laughs> it away because I'm like I can't think about it right now because like yeah. if I think about Oh, when I should go to DMV, I can't answer these questions and I'm not ready to answer this question and I don't have the answer yet. But like, is that really (laughs) avoiding because I don't have a definitive answer for it? So it's kind of like, well, you know, it's it's like a big question mark or like, like I said earlier, it's like a marinating process (laughs) where I'm kind of just have to, have to wait until I get to, you know, where I'm ready to cook the chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got I was you. Marinating the chicken. Oh. We, you didn't establish the chicken part, but That's I got true, you. True, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now we know what I'm marinating. <laughs> yeah. So it's a you tough. Know, like, well, that's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. Like being kind of paralyzed because you don't know what to do because you have to wait for a certain period of time until you know when to do it. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mind blown. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Okay. I just I just thought of another example. Okay, this one I think is a perfect example of. I would I wouldn't say avoiding. I would say more like putting it on um on a pause or tossing it to like the pending file. Mm. Um, getting my carton did. Oh, I know. I, I recently <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, you did. But it's not something that oh priority high. Right. It's like priority whenever low low. Yeah yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is like. It's in the back burner. Of the back burner. Of the back burner, exactly. Yeah. It was like on ashes now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know we were chatting a little bit about like compartmentalizing before we started recording. So it's kind of like you, I guess that's like you putting things on back burner. Yeah. Right? Because there's only so much th- things that you can do. Like, for example, for work. Yeah, there's so many things that I need to do, but after work, it's my me time so that I don't go burning myself off, you know, just trying to like keep working and working and working. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't because it feels like if you keep doing all the things that you, that you have to, it doesn't put a lot of place for yourself. So it's kind of just been, yes, it's kind of like a, a balance between, you know, trying to keep your sane also. So it's it's still a practice and I feel like I need to, you know, keep myself distracted from the things that worries me because otherwise I'll just keep worrying about the things that I don't have no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of distracting myself of like, okay, like that's why you get, that's why we watch a lot of movies or that's why I play a game so that I can take my mind off the things that, you know, that kind of give me anxiety, for example. Yes. So that helps me a lot. And with a move that you're talking about, like right now it's kind of still uncertain. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I, I can't put that self in my, I can't put my, I can't put that in my head right now because it's only going to concern me wherein my future self can handle it better. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I feel like when there's like added pressure, it kind of just puts a fire under your ass that you're like okay like everything's gonna be like work it's gonna work out its own yeah in a sense you know it kind of like and then that moment just becomes more like exciting instead of like increased anxiety yeah and also it doesn't help you live in the moment okay so for example you know, if you're worrying about all the things all at once and in that moment you're trying to hang out with your friend, you're trying to watch a movie and you're kind of like worrying about it, but you're not being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it takes away a piece of the present that is supposed you're supposed to be, you know, your own time. Yeah. yeah. So in my head, I'm like, this is my me time. So how can I reduce my stress so that I can just be focused in this moment? It's honestly like right now I'm still, I'm still, um, working through it but i don't know if it's like maybe doing yoga and all those things that we've said before kind of helps of how to do it better Mm -hmm. but this is just my post of you know it's it's an everyday challenge i guess right because new things appear every day and you know you get thrown and you're just like okay how can i get Mm -hmm. back up again how can i do this again how can i feel motivated again and again and again you know right uh, and one thing that like struck me uh, when you were talking was like you burning yourself out into, you know, for example, like working all the time. And I feel like I've hit like 
a wall when it comes to doing that because I feel like over the past year I have like just overworked myself or uh-huh. like been trying so hard to like prove to myself that I'm like I'm good at this I can do this and like I could you know I'll try to surpass expectations of people and all of that yeah um and you know by doing that over this past year I'm starting to feel a wall of like oh my god this is exhausting like I am working too much I'm doing a lot of things almost all the time like you know answer phone calls responding to emails doing all that things like even on my days off or like I'm off to work already you know like I had this like sense of uh, responsibility that I had to do this Mm -hmm. even though technically I'm like off the clock and I don't have to do this like this is the time for myself so I am like learning to disconnect myself from Mm. like my own professional life because I have blended my professional and personal personal life life. like quite tightly that now I'm just like I need to reestablish myself outside of my professional life because my professional life is great but like it's boring not boring can be boring like if I talk about it outside of work you know like I need to find like different hobbies and things that I do outside of it that would keep me exciting, keep me excited and feel, make my life feel more exciting. Yeah. And honestly, I think also for the past two weeks, we've actually been going out. Like we've done random things here and there. We watch a theater, watch a play. We watch a ton of movies, did chores together. Yeah. Spend time with our own family. Yeah. Spend time with our family. And and it helps you fill up that worry of like, oh my God, I'm I'm putting all my efforts into this one thing. And if this one thing does not work out, I'm nothing. Uh-huh. So, but if you have all those other aspects in your life, your hobbies, moving. your friends, your family, you're like, it's okay. You don't okay. have to worry about like that one thing only. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I feel that completely because like, you know, what I've been like experiencing recently was like, my God, there's like so much things going on in my professional life that like I've been carrying that on with me. And like I have almost put, put my whole life at pause, not my whole life, like the a future of months of ahead of me on yeah. pause due to due to my professional life. You know, like I like my whole family is going to go back home to the Philippines like later on this year. And they wanted to do this like this big, big grand family. going home. Yeah. My, my cousin have never been to the Philippines. It's going to be her first time ever since she was born here. And like, we haven't been home for 10 years. So like us going home all together would be just like fun, you know, it's like, it's going to be a whole new experience to see all our families and get together and do all these things, be at home. And, you know, like this big thing that I've been working on all year uh, at work, it's like now it's kind of like put on hold and pause. And now I'm just like, now it kind of like it, kind of hit a wall on it again of like oh mm-hmm. shit like i can't your big your big like, project didn't and my pull big plans through was like that was gonna happen it was yeah. like now on pause and now i have this like so much free time and like like such a free mindset of like okay i can do other things i'm not like completely tied down to it mm. um and now i'm kind of just like okay you know what with you know i'll i'll take this chance and opportunity to disconnect myself from work and like not focus on it way too much yeah yeah because i was hard. burning myself it is yeah yeah and like that those are the big choices i think that you would remember not taking 
because you know from maybe five years from now would you remember whatever you stopped everything to do just so you could keep working or would you remember the family reunion exactly so you know now it's kind of like that big reevaluation of like you know what it's okay Um, it's not like they're gonna fire me (laughs) you know um so i think a big realization of it is just like don't like burn yourself into one thing yeah like, cause, you know, we're, we're people, we're complex. We can do multiple things at once. May not able to resolve everything at <laughs> once at the same time. But, you know, we can handle a bunch of things that's thrown at us. Yeah. And manage yourself, I think. Because yes. sometimes there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, worries that other people concerns you. But at the end of the day, they just wanted to vent at you in a way that's kind of like, oh, I just wanted, you know, for, for example, this is just me on top of my head of just people coming up to you and just wanting to vent at it. That's something that you don't need to worry about because they, at that moment, they just want a release. Yeah, a release in the ear to just like, yes, but you don't have to put and bury all that on with you. Me. Yeah, on yeah, you. On like me. that's nothing on you. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. That's another big thing. Because <laughs> I think ding, ding, ding. being like an empath, and I feel like I am very much so, mm-hmm. um, I feel the emotions of people and stuff like that. And I kind of like sometimes take it on as myself, but I have to keep reminding myself that not really. That's not your right. problem. Yes. Like you can be there for your friend and you can offer an ear for them to listen, but. At the end of the day, it's their choices. You can give them advice and all of that, but you don't have to. You're not the person you to solve to their problem. Burden other people's burden. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I feel like, yeah, uh, I feel like I am kind of like an empath too because like, you know, I feel a lot of people's feelings. Emotions. But like, instead of like releasing ba- releasing it back out, kind of like, I just became like you a sponge absorb and absorb all of it. And now I'm just like, Uh. (laughs) yes i'm like now i'm dead on the inside (laughs) yeah Yeah, and then by the end of the day you know the world is big we are nothing but a speck of dust (laughs) (laughs) yes and all your worries is not that big of a worry (laughs) right comparing to um how big the earth is to that cosmic photo yeah that was released by nasa it's not we big. are smaller than a sand so yeah. sometimes that gives me comfort <laughs> and i think more of like oh my god i like why am i like stressing so much about this it yes. doesn't have to be that much you know as long as think you fulfill yourself to the people that you love is all that matters um so live your life to the, the best fullest. the fullest that you can with the people that you love i think is really a good way I agree. That is something that we should all do and practice and preach. (laughs) Yes, God. (laughs) Yeah. Take a little bit of... Take a Kit Kat. Take Take a a break. Take a break. (laughs) Exactly. Go do what Eric and Eduardo did. Travel the world. Mm -hmm. Look at it. It's a big world. There's a lot to see. If you have time to do that, go do it. This is your... This is your sign to take that vacation because you deserve it. Yes. And, you know, the world is open again. So, yeah, go go get a trip, hop on a plane <laughs> and, 
get dropped off in an island yeah or call that person call call your relative it, it's good every time we go home we call someone and it's just like it's nice it's nice yes kind of touch take, of home exactly so anyway, thank you so much, guys, for joining us, me and Mark, today on the table. Yeah. It is a short one this week, but I hope you guys like it. If you have any tips for me and Mark to say compartmentalizing, do tell us because we would appreciate it. Yes. Help us like manage our yes. life. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, with everything going on, recession, mm, um, mm-hmm. It's looming over us, so help us deal with us together, cause there's only that's the only way we can manage it somehow. Um, and yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. This was a fun episode. I feel like we kept going. And if you guys really enjoyed our episode, again, don't forget to subscribe to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, at Lay It On The Table. We're also on Instagram at Lay It On The Table, Twitter at Lay It All Podcasts, and Kumu at Lay It On The Table. And don't forget, you guys can also, if you don't mind, dropping and leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We greatly, greatly would appreciate that. And that goes a really long way into us doing this podcast. So once again, thank you guys for hanging out. My name is Mark. My name is Therese. And this is our 101 episode. 101! Yes. Oh, this is cool. That's how much Dalmatians Coil <laughs> de Vilstel. Remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, spots. Hopefully <laughs> next week we will have Eric and Eduardo back with us. The gang is back for the next episode. Yeah. So come on down and listen to that one. Yep. Thank you so much and goodbye. See you later. Lay it all on the table.